I'm here. I'm here. I'm ready to talk. It's it's not even Monday. I just got off of a, another conversation that in in some ways kind of brought this thing up that I'm dubbing the the golden horseshoe, um, which we're going to get into. Um, but what I want to talk about is this, this is probably going to be a little controversial. So, uh, don't hate me. You know, everyone's entitled to their own opinion and all that stuff, but don't hate me for what I'm about to talk about. If you, if you think I am talking about you specifically, if you listen to this, this video and you're like, I think he's talking about me. There's, there's no one specific. It's a collection of my experiences and, and things that I see off of line that I just think might help some people. So, um, this started off by, again, I give me a pass. I, I'm just, everyone comes from their own, you know, their own place, their own lens. Okay. I'm just giving you mine. Um, but anyway, there's a, there's a guy and a girl and this, this, this is this thing. I'm, I, I was scrolling on the thing and a guy is sitting there and, uh, she looks at the guy and the caption says, when all of your relationship advice comes from social media. And I thought it was so funny because she says, you know what? You're a narcissist and you're, and then she uses a, 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 a bad word for uh, a misogynist and it's all these trigger things. And, and, and she eventually says to, to the guy, you have mental illness, you're a narcissist, you're, you gaslight all the time. And it, it made me realize that the word gaslighting, I think, shows up a lot for a lot of people. Um, a lot of people don't know what gaslighting means. I think you should look it up before you look at, uh, you, you look at things from your friends or your, your spouses and before you just start randomly calling things these incredibly manipulative tactics. Um, but I want to talk because, you know, this this illustrates, it's obviously just a couple doing funny things because they were actually together. They're one of these influencer things. And so they put this together. And I said, that was really interesting because a lot of people use these terms of, you know, you're a misogynist, you're this, you're this, you're this, you're this, and all these things that identify and these things that label. And I found myself actually holding my tongue you know, multiple times when I'm coaching people for this specific reason. And it's because, you know, I have been called, I, uh, I'm a cult leader, uh, when really I just want the best for people. I have absolutely been told, oh, well, you're just gaslighting. And so much so that when you try to say things that you have on your heart, when you try to give somebody a vision that you think is possible for them, they will literally say, oh, you're just gaslighting me. Okay. Um, just because you don't think that it's true for you right now doesn't mean that someone else can't think that that's true for you. And, you know, it happened earlier today when I was, when I was telling someone, you know, I think that you can take your business at least 2x from where you're at because you have oopsed this incredible business that you have. And they're like, oh, I just, I don't know how you can see that. Like, it, are you, are you serious? Are you, are you actually, do you actually believe that? And I'm like, I'm so tired of me believing in people. And I say, I, I say this all the time. 
My blessing and my curse is I believe in other people more than they're able to believe in themselves. And so when I see a vision for someone's life and I say, man, you could, you could be the next Tony Robbins. You could, you could be, you could be the next Steve Jobs. Do you actually believe that? I got told this earlier today. I got told this yesterday twice. And it has gotten me to the point to where certain people, when I say, I believe this to be true for you, this is my version of you. This is what I think can be possible for you. This is what I think you can do. And they're like, oh, he's just gaslighting me. Or he doesn't really see that. Oh, he doesn't really mean. No, I see it. The problem is, is you don't see it. You aren't willing to do the work that it requires to become that person. You aren't willing to actually take the the energy and the time and the sacrifice so much so. And, and this is this is the thing that that I have this reputation uh, to where I wing everything. That is absolutely not the case at the speaking thing. I had someone in the audience say to Woody, well, what if you want to be like what Greg and I do and we just wing everything? And I, I actually pulled Owen. I said, Owen, do I wing my speeches or do we talk about them at nauseum? And do we run them and do we place them and do we put the the timeline in the PowerPoint and do we reorganize it? And do we do we do it at nauseum? He's like, yeah, it, it's at nauseum. Just because I make it look easy doesn't mean it's easy. Go read the presentation secrets of Steve Jobs. He said, if you think that this is easy for me, that's because I have practiced it and practiced it and practiced it and practiced and I've studied it and I've studied it and I've rehearsed it and I've rehearsed it. I get I get told all the time from certain family members. I don't know if anyone's saying anything because I can't see comments. So if if you're here, awesome. If not, you know, this is just a random this is a random rant. Uh, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Absolutely. I see comments. That's what I'm talking about. Um, but this is, this is the thing is this whole idea of gaslighting. It has got me to the point to where it's just like, do I even want to tell people what I think? Because I really think that people are, I think everyone's a genius. I think you are absolutely great. The problem is, is you don't think you're great. That's not my problem. I I see greatness in people. That's literally my job is to see greatness and help pull it out. But my number one thing that I tell people is, look, I cannot talk you into your future. I can't do it. People expect I tried that. That's called creating a crutch. <laughs> Address. Dude, this is this is literally at, at every in coaching. Uh, so basically, like I'll I'll kind of unpack it a little bit more, you know. I'd say four specific times over the last, I think it's two days, four specific times, I would say something and then someone would say, do you actually believe that? So I, I told someone that I think that they could be an incredible speaker. Do you actually believe that? I told someone that I think that they could increase, like you can increase your business because you've basically oopsed an incredible, incredible business. If you took it seriously, yeah, you can double it. That's easy. But everyone thinks that everyone is out to get them. And so much so that I find myself starting to pull back my vision, pull back 
what I'll say to people because I'm like, they're just going to think I'm blowing smoke up their butt or I don't, but maybe they always thought that and they just needed someone else to see them in that light. And then that collision happens to where they just needed someone to say it, someone to believe in them, someone to actually say, yeah, you know what? I can be a billionaire. But I'm not allowed to say I'm going to be a billionaire at the Thanksgiving table because my family is going to think I'm insane or my family is going to think I'm greedy or my family is going to think that there's no way and I am just crazy. This is the thing that's happening. You want to be around your friends to where you think you can tell them anything. Look, I see greatness in you. It's it's who said that? I think. I think it's Les Brown. He, he has a whole speech about, I see greatness in you. That's, that's my job is to see greatness in people. The problem is, and this is why I've developed the phrase, I cannot talk people into their future because I see greatness. I speak greatness. I say greatness. And then they don't want that responsibility. That's what I've learned. They don't want to go get on the stages. They don't want to show up. They don't want to do the work. They want to buy a ticket to greatness and just have greatness bestowed upon them. Greatness takes action. Greatness takes a sense of knowing down inside. You know, a lot of people talk about this idea of worthy. Am I worthy of the business? Am I worthy of the life? Am I worthy as the spouse? Am I worthy as the parent? You, you're the only person who can answer that. There's no worthy rubber stamp that you have to pay for to where someone hits you in the doggone head and says, you are worthy. Congratulations. All your dreams can come true now. It's so frustrating because I can't tell you how many times I have the same conversation again. Hey, you've got to do the work. You, it's kind of like the chop wood scenario. Do when do you chop wood all the time? You chop wood in the summertime, you chop wood. And I love what uh, Jim Rohn says about ants. He said, ants are thinking about winter all the time. They're thinking about winter in the wintertime, in the fall, in the spring, in the summertime, because they are ready for winter. It's ingrained in them. And so I'm telling you, you have every single person has greatness inside of them. And then you've got this crazy guy who comes up and says, man, I see greatness in you. Man, you are gaslighting. Don't say, don't call me that. You call me average because that's what the world has called me. And that's what I'm supposed to be okay with. No, stop being okay with average. A C is not good enough anymore. A C is not getting it done. Nobody on this call, nobody that I've ever met, I don't care who you are, if you are a friend, an acquaintance, an, an enemy, everybody has greatness. Every single person has greatness. It's, it's, it's more of a chemistry project than anything. But we're, we're looking for this external validation to the point to where I'm saying, look, you can be a coach, you can be a speaker, you can be a bodybuilder, you can be a great dad, you can be a singer, you can, whatever it is. Don't call me that. Don't say that I'm great, Craig. You want to know why you don't want to be called great? Because great people do great things, and that's a lot of responsibility. People look at you as an example, and you don't want that. You don't want to be the example. You don't want to be the dude that gets called when everything goes down. You don't want to be the person that is the break glass in case of emergency. You don't want that responsibility. 
You don't, you don't want to be able to actually take control of your life. And so anytime I'm talking to someone and I'm like, man, you have a story. You should get on stage and tell that story. Greg, you're crazy. Why? You are needed and every single person on this planet Earth is needed and necessary. You just have to take the stage. And everyone has a different version of a stage. I'm not saying that everyone can, wants to, or should be a speaker. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that when you get called great, why does it trigger you to say, don't call me that? It triggers you because greatness has a sense of responsibility. Greatness has, a, a, has an example. Greatness walks different, talks different. Greatness comes with character. Character is who are you when you think no one's watching? Do you wash your hands only when other people are in the bathroom? Or when other people are not in the bathroom and you're in that public place, you just walk out. But all of a sudden, you wash your hands extra good if some if, if people are already there and you're like, oh man, look at how good I wash my hands. Like it's a competition. You're more concerned about what people think about the way you wash your hands and who you actually are. Only if I pee on them. Way, way, to, way to lighten it a little bit. We probably needed that. I'm kind of on one, you know. But it's just, it gets frustrating for a coach or a trainer when you get second-guessed all the time. When, when you say, look, I, I see greatness in you. And people don't want to be called great. That's the only thing. And that's why I tell people, I cannot talk you into your, if you don't see greatness in you, I can't talk you into greatness. You are able, you have the ingredients. And I love what Kayla, Kayla said this the other, other day is everyone's praying for this incredible life, this great life, this wonderful life. And then God gives you the ingredients God gives you the oven. God gives you the, the sugar, the flour. He, maybe he just drops a cookbook and says, go find the ingredients. Go find the oven. But now at least you know how to bake the cake. We literally just think that this life is just, oh, cool, a cake fell out of nowhere. Like, I'm not even going to ask questions. Do, what if your dreams really happen like that? Let's just say that we're praying for a cake. If you're like, oh, God, please give me a cake. If a cake appeared in your hand, you're more freaked out. You are way more freaked out. You're like, I'm not eating this. You want to know why? Because I don't know who baked I actually don't know. Even though I prayed for it and it appeared in my hands, I don't know who baked this cake. I'm not eating it because I'm weirded out. No, no, no. You have the ingredients inside of you to produce greatness. You have this greatness inside of you. And when you pray to God and you say, hey, look, I want to be great. And he he shows you greatness. He, he has someone in your life that pushes you. Someone who kind of slaps some sense into you. Someone who who ruffles your feathers a little bit. Remember, these are the ingredients of greatness so when I'm coaching people and I say, look, I think you can have an incredible podcast. And why would you say that about me? You want to know why? Because it's, a, a, it's an expectation. If, if you're doing a podcast and I was on a podcast, I'm like, man, you could be, you could be incredible at podcasting. You, you could really do something with this. I can't tell you how many people come to me and they're like, do you really believe that? Y yeah, that, I said that. But we're so in this gaslighting community to where people are like, I, 
I think you're just saying that. Well, here's the thing. I'm only just saying that if you aren't going to participate in your own greatness. Because I see, I see the seeds of greatness. I see the ingredients of greatness. And it's my job to hopefully get you to take action to bake the cake. That's my job. But most people think that I'm gaslighting them. You want to know why? They, they, they think I'm gaslighting them because they're unwilling to do the work. They're unwilling to bake the cake. So if I say I see greatness in you, I think that you can make a difference in the world, not even just your family, in the world. Stop looking at me like I'm nuts because I'm looking at you like you're nuts. You want to know why? Because you don't believe what I already see and know to be true. We have to get rid of this, 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 this culture of negativity that everyone is, is out to get you. It, it, if, if someone speaks life into you, in, it, I hope you gaslight me every day. To meet you. Alex, dude, we've already been through some stuff. And I'm telling you right now, there is undeniable greatness inside of you. And, and I know you feel it. And I know that you're starting to really, really believe it. Just so you guys know, when I say the word undeniable, someone asked me one day, they said, what does the X factor mean? What is, what is the X factor? Everyone says, oh man, I want to be a singer. That person's got the X factor or they've got it. What is it? What? Help me define it. What does it mean? I can tell you guys right now what it means and what the X factor means. If your mortal enemy, like for instance, let's take me. Every, everyone knows me on here. Let's take my, my mortal enemy, whoever, whoever that would be. I've got someone in mind, but let's say whoever that is. If you went to my mortal enemy and said, you want to know what? Greg is not a very good father. Is not a very good father. Uh, my mortal enemy would be like, you know what? I'm not a big fan of the guy, but he is a really good dad. He's, a, I, he's undeniable he is a good dad. So if you want to know what the it factor is, it's what are you undeniable at? Your mortal enemy can't take it away. Like if someone said, hey, like they go to my mortal enemy. Hey, mortal enemy of Greg. Greg cannot sing very high. The mortal enemy is going to be like, I don't really like him. But no, for a dude, man, he really can sing high. That's just, it's undeniable. There is undeniable things inside of you, your, your, your story, maybe some of your presence on stage, your business acumen, your tenacity, the, the thing that you do that is undeniable. And I'm talking about your mortal enemy. If I went and said, Hey, look, I don't think that Drew is a very good drummer. I don't think that Drew, Drew hates his dog. <laughs> like, couldn't even get through that one. It's undeniable that his heart is is wrapped up in that little furball. It's undeniable. If I say, look, Dale, Dale is not, he, he really doesn't like his wife. Doesn't like, <laughs> dude, he, he loves Marla like there's no tomorrow. 
I'm telling you. There's So if you want to know what the it factor is, if you want to know what the X factor is of your life, it's what are you undeniable at? So here's the thing. The next time I speak incredible greatness into you, it's because I see it. And I want you to ask yourself, the next time you want to go, hey, I don't... I, I don't believe you, Greg. I think you're gaslighting me. Ask yourself, am I undeniably great at these things? You're probably going to be able to do that. Now, let's say maybe you're not. Ask yourself, am I undeniably going to participate in whatever we are doing? So if I'm going to go in and coach a business, there's going to be things, dreams that I have for businesses. Maybe you're not capable of these things yet, but that's why you hire someone like me to make you think bigger, all right? But you got to ask yourself, man, Greg, I can't see those numbers. I don't know how that's possible. Ask yourself, undeniably, are you willing to do the work? Are you undeniably going to take those steps? Or are you just going to sit down, sit back, and hope that the cake falls out of the sky? No, we got to work for this. We got to bake the cake. God gives us the ingredients. We have to do the work. Remember, life is so much more about a chemistry project than anything else. And I'm sick and tired of me getting super pumped for people like I am now. You know, yeah, I'm fired up a little bit. And people think that I'm the one who's crazy. We, we don't get, it's not like we get a hundred shots at this thing called life. And you think that I'm crazy for believing in you? What? Man, you need more of it, not less. More. You need to be around the community more. You need to look in the mirror and love more. Most of you love so much externally because you don't want to look in the mirror and love that person. But every single person here is, is meant to do incredible things, great things. And if you think I'm gaslighting you, then whatever. I don't care anymore because I can't hold back how much I love people and when I see things and when I see greatness in people, it's, it's literally my job to say it. What We have a whole world that is, is putting the magnifying glass on all the negative crap that you do. Just post anything on social media and you're going to find someone in the comment section that says you are a piece of crap. But I'm the crazy one for speaking greatness into people. And then they're like, man, why did you say that about me? No, it's because you are too used to people not seeing you or only seeing the negative. You are too used to people not seeing who you actually are. And I, I want everyone in this group, everyone who is listening to this, everyone who is a part of this wonderful community, I want you to understand I really do see you. And the reason you don't want to have that conversation is maybe you don't want to be called great because greatness has great expectations, great responsibility, and a great example. And we got to live up to that. We've got to be those people. So, yeah, sometimes I spread myself too thin. But here's the thing. I am always going to speak greatness. I don't want to speak negative. The, CNN and Fox News has got that covered. Facebook comment section has got that covered. <laughs> the YouTube comment section has got that covered. Why are we so weirded out when people speak greatness? 
Why are we so opposed to it? You want to know why? Because we wish we would have started sooner. We wished somebody could have said it sooner. And we, we, we are praying that someday we can see ourselves through another's eyes. I tell my clients all the time, I wish you could see you through my eyes. And this actually started from me looking at Kayla because she'd say, oh, I don't like this about me and I don't like this about me. And I don't like, I would just look at her. I'm like, babe, I wish you could see you through my eyes. You, you, you would literally understand that like I, I'm married to an actual angel that's just like somehow still on earth that I get to hang out with. Like that's how, that, and that's how I see that woman. And when I look at my clients, I see these wonderful people who have invested in themselves and believed in me. And it's a partnership, an active partnership, not a partnership in title, but an active partnership of two parties that move that belief needle into knowing. But it takes both of us. It can't just be me. It, it can't it can't just be me speaking greatness in you and you fighting me on it every time every second do you actually believe that why don't you that's the real question and i have i when when that got told to me earlier today for the fourth time i said i think you can do this and do you actually believe that and i said that out loud why don't you why is this so weird dude if you believed like, it's about your life. If you believed the way I believe, which, just to be clear, you should believe more than me. But if you at least matched my belief level, we would put things into existence that, that the world needs. So when I put that magnifying glass on the positive things in your life, stop being weirded out. When I, when I speak greatness about your future, stop being weirded out. Here's, here's just an idea, just an idea. I'm just going to throw this out there. What if you just chose to be great? What if you're like, yeah, you know what? I'm glad that that person sees me. The, the, I'm, I'm just going to be great. M make that decision. Cut off the good. Just be great. Be a great husband. Be a great friend. Be a great business person. Be a great speaker. Be a great spouse. Just choose to be great. Be, be great at love. Be great at the Starbucks barista. Just be a, be a great human. And great humans lead with, with kindness and looking at the positive things. I'll, I'll, I'll end with this. We had a wonderful cruise. By the way, if you are on the fence about going on the cruise, stop it. Go on the cruise with us. We had 30 people and we had a 100% rebook rate and we've already sold, I think, six or eight more cabins. Go on this cruise with us. It's going to change your life. But it offered me the opportunity to, because everyone had something to say, of course. So I had one person, they're probably watching this right now. No, I'm not calling you out. No, I'm not saying any names. But one person was saying, man, yeah, it was, it was, it was cool, but yeah, it's not my preference. I wish we could have a, a, like maybe a little bit smaller ship. Fantastic. I appreciate the criticism. But why wouldn't you lead with some of the great things that you experienced on the ship? We're so focused on going to that night. This is all the... Th hey, what was it like working with Alex Rep? Let me tell you all the negative things that he did. 
to start there. How, can Before you get to all the negative stuff, I want you to tell me three great things that he did. And if you get through those three great things, because it changes you, it changes your soul, you're going to be like, ah, don't worry about the negative things. But negative just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And then you're like, and this, and this, and this, and this, and this. And then pretty soon, like, nobody wants to talk to that. But man, if, if, if someone says, man, what's it like working with that person? Lead with the positive. What's it like working with Brigham? about the most positive person that you're going to meet. What's it like? What, what's it like working with Dale? You know, Dale's turned into one of my absolute best friends. What's it like? You want, you want to know what it's like working with Dale? What's it like being really heard and seen? What's it like having a safe space? And, and it's probably because, you know, he's Dale party of five. Now, you know, that, that guy has to, you know, hold space. As the only dude in the party of five, like he's got two twin girls, he's got Berkeley, he's got Marla, and you know, Marla's just an easy pushover. <laughs> Marla's a powerhouse, and she's incredible, and you know, having Dale in my life, it's just fun to watch those two interact, and so if you, if, if, if anyone says, you know, What's it like working with someone? I want to lead with the positive. What's it like working with Kayla? What's it like working with Craig and Meredith? What's it like working with, uh, with Sallow? What's it like working with Owen? What's it like working with Greg? I know I'm eccentric. I know I ruffle feathers. You can probably find a lot of negative things. I'm intense. I know that. But I know that there's positives. Why wouldn't you choose to lead with the positive? So the next time that you're looking at your spouse... And they say, man, what's it like being married to that person? Oh, the old ball and shit. Why? Lead with the positive. If you lead with the positive, uh, you're going to have a positive life. You're going to have positive thoughts. You're going to have positive actions. You're going to have positive results. So maybe, just maybe, the next time someone tries to speak life into you, accept it. And say, wow, maybe they see me. Stop accepting the average version of what the world tries to make you. Because you're great. I'm serious about this. And don't let anyone tell you. To. If they say, man, don't, don't put that you want to make a million dollars a month on Facebook. They, they literally just sorted themselves out of your life. You don't need to talk to that person anymore because they can't understand your dreams. Your dreams to that person is two plus two equals potato chip. That's how they view you, just to be clear. You keep going. Do not adjust your dreams for other people's circumstance. And when you find people, when you find people who lift you up, if they're trying to lift you up, why are you trying to bring them down to earth? Why wouldn't you let them lift you up? And then you're going to go be comfortable with the people who are mediocre? Don't do that. Don't do that. When you find people that speak life into you and believe in you and challenge you for the better... Maybe hang out with those people. Maybe lean into those people and maybe believe those people. But don't 
don't ask why would this person believe that of me ask yourself why don't i believe that of me why did that trigger me happens all the time so anyway there's my rant i know it's a little long but you know thanks for letting me just chat but you know talking to people and when i'm i'm trying to help out bob i love you right back brother thank you for that um don't if you it's kind of like one other side thing all the times imagine this imagine this imagine this because this is kind of the the dynamic people who can see more for you right for all my parents out there if you are looking at your son or you're looking at your daughter and you're looking at them and you're saying i see greatness in you i think you can can own a business like that. You could be the president. You 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 can make a difference in the world. What if your child looked at you and said, "Daddy, do you actually believe that?" Or your daughter looked at you and said, "Why are you gaslighting me? I know I can't do that." Hits different. Maybe be- believe that you're meant to be great. Remember We've already won the lottery. It's like one in 200 trillion or one in 400 trillion. I mean, basically those numbers are the same to me because one in any trillion. But for you to be born, it's it's like one in 200 or one in 400 trillion. You've already won the lottery. You can't tell me that you're not great. You cannot tell me that you aren't meant to to be great. You can't tell me that you are not meant to change the world. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. And you're going to say, oh, Greg, you're just gaslighting. You're one of those... You know, motivational speakers. I don't know if this was motivating or more of a butt whooping. Uh, maybe a little of both, maybe, right? That's kind of my style these days. But um, no, I see greatness. And it, I feel like it's literally my calling. God told me to call out people's greatness. So you're great. I love you. And don't let anyone ever tell you, especially yourself. Don't let anyone say that you're not great. And your opinion's the only one that matters. So when you run into people who believe in you, like your friends and your family and your spouse and people in this group and me, stop arguing with them when they say that, man, you're great. You're pretty cool. Stop it. Just go be great. So thanks for the random Sunday rant. I love you all more. It's the